You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keene-Jones. Our show is edited and produced by Brother Chris. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. What's up, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the For All Nerds Show, the voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast that discusses geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, in the captain's chair, back in the spaceship, is your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Quantum Leech, a baby Max. Hello, Jordan. Charlie Brown is light working comedy. <laughs> Buzz Ouchia. I gave you that one. That's the one I gave you. You did give me that one. Right. You did bless me with that one. Meet Millhouse here in the spaceship. NYCC is upon us. I thought you was going to make another AKA with NYC. Oh, no. Nah, I can't damn. Even think of one. Yeah, we'll, we'll get one. Yeah, we'll get one. We'll figure that out. And as you hear, sitting across from me on video, hey. yes, hey is. baby Max, <laughs> hey baby Max. This is Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Lambo Calrissian, Chance the Parappa Tishala Bread, Jay Prince of All Saints, Baptist Mamariba, and Father Stretch My Bands. Nice, sir. I'm looking at this video right now, and everyone, I guess people. I don't know who's to see this first. Might be Patreon, might be YouTube. Definitely going to be Patreon. Definitely going to be Patreon. So people on Patreon are looking at this crisp video. We now have video. <laughs> oh, damn it. The camera's still in the shop. We're going to fix that next week. <laughs> damn it. I just realized that. Ah, <laughs> oh, well. That's I what happens. Like Drake, you know that, that video of Drake when they catch him like pouring something into his cup at the basketball game? Yeah. Because like, <laughs> yeah. you was like, the camera. I'm like, what? I thought we fixed it. I thought we did too, and I just realized we didn't. Oh, well, uh-huh. you know, this is how it goes. Growing pains. Growing pains, folks. But as you see, we have video, beautiful smiles on camera, everybody looking good. And, you know, it's here in the spaceship, getting ready for New York Comic Con. Word. Lord have mercy. I, I do not think I'm ready. I, um, shout out to everybody out there. Yo, this weather has been crazy. I just got over a major cold. I'm about to be super pissed. Yeah, I'm struggling right now. Uh, I can't even lie. I'm about to be super pissed because... Today, it got to like about 76. Tomorrow is going to be 90. Hold that. Then Thursday, the first day of Comic-Con, it's going to be 58. Hold that. And then continue throughout the week, it's going to be like somewhere in the 60s. Yeah. So, it was no warning. It's no transition. It's just like, bam, have some fall. Yep. Um, As you say, hold that. That's a problem. I mm-hmm. hope y'all are ready because y'all about to be sick. On top of con crud, please be careful. Yeah. I will say the only thing about the weather being this way is that it's great for cosplayers because when you have all that yep. gear and shit on, it's better when it's more of a temperate feeling mm-hmm. as opposed to 90 degrees. Yeah, because it was wild because like last yeah. weekend I was sitting there, I was out, I had a sweatshirt on and I was cooking. Yeah. Walking around on Saturday. Yeah. Last year was, was hot. Last well, I mean last weekend. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, that's and, 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 and now this weekend, you know, I'm going to need my sweatshirt, all that style. As long as it don't rain, I'm not really mad about it. And yeah. also, like, when you're walking around a con, uh, we, we try to give you guys, like, basically an overview of what the con is like every year. But it's mad walking around. The, place, yes. the facility is ginormous. If you've never been there before, even if you have been there before, sometimes it's just a lot to deal with. But we are looking forward to it. Are we ready? Yes and no. Nah. Uh, are we ready mentally? Yes. Yeah, sure. Physically. Because of experience. Physically? Uh, debatable. Highly. Emotionally? No. No. Uh, I'm just 100% disclosure out there once again, folks. I had... Minor bit of surgery on my toenail to remove an ingrown toenail. If anyone's ever had this, it's a horrible, horrible pain. 
and the surgery wasn't that bad. The ingrown toenail itself is. Did pain. you have to like go on anesthesia? anesthesia? Yeah, Just, shots, local anesthesia. Yes, local. Two shots okay. in the, into the toe. It was interesting. <laughs> Two shots into the toe. Yeah, yeah. Hold that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take that. And then, you know, I couldn't feel ish after that for a minute. But, yeah, so I'm going to have a problem because, like I said, I'm getting over this cold. My foot's messed up. These are the things we do for y'all out there. Are you going to wear a boot? What? Are you going to wear a boot for your foot? Nah, man. It you know, they got bad. the walking boots to, yeah. help, to help cushion your I know, foot. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm doing all right, you know, so far. We'll see all what right. happens. You know, maybe by Sunday. Sunday, you might catch me in the boot or a wheelchair. All right. You know, we'll see. Be careful, sir. Yeah. I'm going to take care of myself. You know, I'm eating right, getting my hand sanitizer, everything, because the concrud is not (laughs) going to get me. I promise. Okay. The bubonic plague is upon us. Yeah. We got so much stuff lined up. Can we we even talk about some of this stuff? I don't know. Yeah, of course. I mean, some of the stuff we've said before, we've said in different terms, but we're doing again. If you guys remember or you've seen, especially if you follow us as you should be, you've seen the videos from last year's Greatest Day in Cosplay. Mm. This year's the second annual Greatest Day in Cosplay shoot, which means... If you if you guys saw that beautiful video executive produced by DJ Ben Hamid, directed by myself, um, if you seen that video, you saw what we were about. Like yep. we are focusing in and shining a platform and shining a light on cosplayers of color of all backgrounds, of all persuasions, and we want to make sure that they get the shine that they don't normally get. Thanks. So that that video was really to to highlight y'all and we're going to be doing it again it's going to be of course high quality it's going to be amazing i mean i'm not like let, let's just be real that the video was fucking amazing i mean there's two of them too you know and, yeah uh, i was gonna get to that hold yeah, on hold because, on you know, we're not done don't forget about young gambit oh no 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 because there's several there's more than just the world two. is not forgetting about there's that, more man. than just two so that's the main video but then we also have our daily videos which is shot by the legendary dj ben i mean and and i said it's more than two it's actually multiple videos yeah that come out um, that you can get a, like you can get more individualized shine as well. Like as he mentioned, there was a really dope gambit that was there. Salutes to you. That man is getting so much love. Yeah, so much love. Like, I, and, and that's the greatest thing. I mean, it's, it's a good and a bad thing because people see these videos at different times, sometimes different years, and then they are like, like, yo, I didn't even know that was even feasible. I didn't even know y'all did that type of cosplay. So this is good exposure for a lot of people as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely uh, we'll be doing that every day of New York Comic Con, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 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 from 2 to 5 p.m. in the afternoon. The location will be, this is always difficult to explain, but if you're on the bottom basement level of the Javits Center and you mm-hmm. walk out the right side doors. Mm-hmm. So if so basically you're standing in the Javits Center on yep. the lowest level and you're facing the doors. The street, basically. Yep. You say you're facing the street, you're facing eleventh Ave. Yep. Is that tenth Ave? No, that's eleventh Ave. Okay. And because oh, that yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Got if you're me. facing that, and as Ben I mean said, you go out those right hand doors. We'll be right there. We'll be right there. And and it's typically an area where a lot of cosplayers hang mm-hmm. out. Like you guys know about that bridge that's that bridge everyone sits under and it yep. really reeks of cigarette smoke. Yep. If you just kept going it through that like bridge. Smells like the prison yard. Yeah. If you kept going under that bridge and just kept going past that mess, that's where we're gonna be. Yep. In the, to open. the right side. There's yeah. like these big stone poles. I don't know what they are. Yeah. I, I think they're like they're reservoirs. Poles, yeah. I think they're reservoirs, like water reservoirs. Oh, word? Okay, that's what's I think so. But but there, there, there are three totems, okay? Totems. There we go. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and they're the only ones. Obelisk. I, I, yes. Obelisk. There we go. And they're the only ones on site. Yes. That I know of. <laughs> we'll draw a map, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Right side. Draw out the right side door, basement floor. Well, no, we'll be right there. What's going to happen is people going to be like, well, I was on the right and I ended up behind the Javits. I'm like, yeah. the you know, the, the, the directional of right is relative. But like I said, we, we'll be very specific leading up to it. We'll let you know. Mm-hmm. And we will also be hosting some panels, making some appearances. Mm-hmm. It seems. Can we talk about that yet? I mean, are we hosting or, I mean. Appearing. I mean, you know, whenever we do anything, <laughs> folks, well, let's keep it real. Here's, right. Let's if keep it real. I'm we on take a panel, over. I'm hosting that yes. panel. <laughs> I don't, you know. Never mind on paper. It says don't invite panel. me unless you want me to destroy shit. Folks. Never mind on paper. It says panelist. Yeah. DJ Ben on me is basically hosting the panel. Pretty the much. De facto host. But yeah, we're going to be hosting. <laughs> de facto. <laughs> pan, a panel or two 
um, make sure you look out for him. Um, we'll, of course, we will announce the room and the name and all that other stuff once we get closer to that time. Uh, and just for, for you guys to really understand, this is not us waiting to the last minute and being fucked up. This is literally how New York Comic Con works. To this day, we have confirmations coming in from yes. all the people we can interview and all the places we can go and all this other stuff. Comic Con is notorious for doing shit late. Yo. S- super late. So really, like, we may get a confirmation to do something a day before. Facts. So, I'm, I'm actually about to send out another email right now. Oh, my God. So, you know, we will announce them as soon as they firm up, as soon as we can, as quickly as we can. That being said, just please make sure you're following on us on all our socials. We're going to have social media coverage on site as well so that way you'll be able to be in the know when it's happening just make sure you're following us yeah facts follow us DJ Ben Amin at Tatiana King at For All Nerds on Mm -hmm. Instagram and Twitter that's where everything will be announced if you're at Comic Con if you're looking for us hit us on the DMs or whatever that's probably the best way to get in touch with us Mm -hmm. hit us on the For All Nerds account and you know we will Definitely be doing meetups, all that different stuff, all throughout the weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm always interested in meeting everybody who listens to the show, fans of the show, friends of the show, all that stuff. Going to be doing all kind of interviews with all kind of people. I mean, whoo, Lord. Yeah, some big, some big, uh, a big brand announcement is coming. Yeah, super big brand announcements, all kind of things. I mean... Lord, we got, I mean, I don't even want to announce anybody yet. I don't like announcing. You can't because yeah, we're until, literally still waiting to the yeah, last minute. Until it happens. But, I mean, <laughs> Thursday morning, we are kicking it off with somebody I can't believe. We can't believe we got him. Yeah, I can't believe it. Like, Ooh, that I is gave wild. Yeah, that is so wild to me. Like, uh, I was like, word? <laughs> 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 like, all right. This is what happens when you have the Grand Duchess on your team. You fight. Facts, facts. Because, fight, yeah, fight, 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 yeah, fight. Fight me. I didn't even straight up apply for that one. So, um... <laughs> Yeah, what else is going on you know, I was. other than Comic-Con? Other than Comic-Con? Not much. No, I'm joking. Well, well yeah. I, know, I know you were joking. Yeah. Um, several things dropped this week. Some trailers, including Stranger Things 4, like a teaser. More of a teaser, More yeah. of a teaser. And the actual trailer for the Birds of Prey movie. Featuring, what is it, Harley Quinn? Margot the, the Emancipation of One Harley... Birds of Prey yeah. and Emancipation of One Harley yeah, Quinn. Yeah, that long-ass... Uh, yeah, I title. love that title. Yeah. I love I love long, weird movie titles. That's all... <laughs> yeah, I love them joints. So, um, I love the trailer, yo. Me too. I can't lie. Me too. Like, I... I was just largely leaving it up to just wait until I get the material and I got the material and I'm with it. Yeah. And also, it doesn't hurt that I loved Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn in the first fucking place. So, a couple years back when they announced that she was going to have a film, I was with it. Yeah. And I with it. I saw some people making comparisons because there were like three Suicide Squad trailers and the first one was so ill and then it got progressively worse because it was like the people at DC started reacting to different things and not sure what type of movie they wanted to make in the you know long run. That is a good question. Hmm. Yeah, so hmm. I love this first trailer. I hope that the movie. That's what I said on Twitter that I hope the movie. Because you know whenever you see trailers and it's always the quick shots, the cinematography looks incredible. Yeah. But I want to see if they'll be able to maintain all those bright colors and that dope ass cinematography that we saw in the, trailer the trailers throughout the whole film. I hope so. Like they had some really cool like feature spots. Like I think she's doing a little bit of acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, Harley Quinn is a human, but she still has some training behind her. So it, it's cool to see that that they're going to employ a lot of that. Um, really excited to see a lot of the other cast members as well. Yes, uh, I know. Uh, yeah, I can never get Journey. her. Yeah, Journey. Yes, um, she's in it. That was something that a lot of people were talking about on Twitter. They were kind of disappointed that the movie or even the trailer so far and all the marketing is focusing on Harley Quinn and not the rest of the Birds of but Prey. But why wouldn't it focus on Harley Quinn? Like, like let's be, let's be like practical. Yes. Why wouldn't it focus yeah. on Harley? No one. No one knows. Okay, maybe for people who know the story and know who these people are. But generally speaking, the mainstream public doesn't know who the rest of these people are. They At know all. Harley Quinn because of Suicide Squad and all this other stuff. And they know yep. Margot Robbie and yes. she is the headliner. So yes. I for something like this where it's predicated on known characters, I don't fault them for highlighting Harley. I hope that we do get to see a well-rounded view of everybody on the cast. It would be great. I also am not faulting them, at least for this first one, for not showing 
Well, they showed other people, but they, yeah, they showed, showed more yeah. of Harley. Because they definitely showed a uh, black canary about to do her scream. Yeah, because you see little water. You yeah. see the little water doing yeah. the Jurassic Park shake. Yeah. So, you know. So you get to see all that. And like you said, this is the first trailer. They got to sell this movie. So they're going to put it on Margot Robbie and, you know, everything else that comes with her first. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not I, mad at that. I was with it. Um, we did, as we normally do with our trailers, we put it up on our Twitter and asked you guys what you think. We did, I would say it was a cool 50-50. There was 50% yep. people who were like, oh, I'm with it. Mm-hmm. It's lit. Other people were just like, nah, yeah. you know, if Metro don't touch you, I'm going to shoot you. You know, they wasn't mm-hmm. really with it. We, so they're, they're, they're tentatively. Yes interested in it i'm pretty much in on it i've been feeling dc lately you know i thought shazam was cool i thought shazam was was fire yeah for me yeah i like shazam i can't lie i watched it again on a plane recently and i enjoyed it yeah um aquaman you know also i can watch it and enjoy it it's cool (laughs) about this joker movie though can we talk about this real quick i don't want to give too much shine to this because because why um let me see. How do I say this? Like, I want to give a shout out to white men who aren't mediocre. Like, because it's so easy to be a mediocre white man in Hollywood and get away with it. And so I want to give a shout out to y'all out there who really put in the extra work, who really put in the craft, you know, who put in the work and do the things. Because uh, today, the director of the new Joker movie, Todd Phillips of Hangover fame, mm. decided to come out and say that the reason why he was forced to do films like The Joker is because no one appreciates comedy anymore and there's all these social justice warriors and, you know, they're mad about everything and you just can't say anything funny. Is this the same dude or is another person on that team that said to the effect of... I don't understand why Joker's getting so much heat about a white man with guns when John Wick when John Wick is all about that. Well, that's the same guy? Yeah, Todd Phillips is straight up going to the Scarlett Johansson school of media response because this man like I'm a tree. Yeah, just shut your mouth. Like that's all you had to do. Like the, people were talking about, you know, all the Oscars this movie's gonna win, et cetera, et cetera. All you had to do was just shut your mouth. Yeah, you really didn't have to say shit because yeah. at the end of the day, you're gonna disagree with ninety nine percent of what anyone has to say about it on your side or otherwise. Yep. So the best thing you could have done was just be quiet about it because like for example, for people like not I don't want to say people like me, me myself personally, I was and still am interested in seeing the movie. Yep. Now I see the 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 problems behind it, I see the issues, I see the potential dangerousness of it. Yep. I was still interested in seeing what the hell were they gonna do with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, at first when again, when this first came out, I was like, hell no, hell no, we don't need this. And then when that first trailer dropped a few months back, not this most recent one, but a few yeah. months back, I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. I wonder where they're yeah. going. So even from a critical response, I, I, I'm curious as to what's going on with this. Um, now, to that point he made, or what he thought was a point about the John Wick versus him, John Wick is literally a movie about assassins versus assassins. Yeah. And Joker is about a psychotic guy versus society who did not sign up for that shit. Who gets put upon by society and feels like this is his only route to I'm not even going to say put upon because my thing is if you people get bad raps all the time. Stuff happens. Okay. Life is tough. Happens. Yeah. So no one's forcing you to put on clown makeup and decide you want to literally be a terrorist. Like I'm. That's the only time I I stopped short of that. No, society didn't put on you. Like yeah, you may have got a a a poor reception by society, but you have a choice. Mm -hmm. You being Joker. Yes. So. So That's what um, I gotta say about that. Yeah, and all I got to say is Todd Phillips, like I said, just should have really kept his mouth shut because I was interested, even though, to me, Joker looks like Martin Scorsese's movies from the 70s. What, what movie they said is based off a of taxi? Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver. Also, yeah. The King of Comedy, which are, is a Martin Scorsese film because Robert De Niro's character is even like an updated version of his character oh. from King of Comedy. Robert De Niro was in Taxi Driver. He yes, was. Yes, he was. Yes, he is the Taxi Driver. Taxi driver. Okay. Yeah, and so... I've seen this stuff before. I'm a huge Martin Scorsese fan. So I've seen this look, you know, in all the cinematography, everything, the colors, everything about it. I've seen it before. Mm. And Scorsese is a champ. But even with his new one, The Irishman, I'm like, yeah, I've seen this before, fam. So so for you, it was just kind of a... It was cool, you know, but then this dude kept opening his mouth. And that's when it just becomes <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, right now, I'm not interested anymore. Like, mm. I can't lie. I, I don't... Like, there was supposed to be a screening... 
this week that I didn't get into for the writer's deal, so I missed that one. Mm. And he was actually supposed to be there, so I really wanted to go. Oh, yeah. yeah then you know I mean, would have set that shit off. Oh, I would have set it off. But, you know, I couldn't <laughs> even get into that joint. So now I'm like, I don't feel like paying for this film. So I'll wait, you know. There It'll be ways. there. Yeah. Technology is your friend. Oh, I mean, you Sometimes. know, I'm not trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. Speaking of that, right now, <laughs> twitch.tv slash for honor. Make sure you are subscribed because over there today, I was on there for an hour and change. I today, saw. Playing music, rocking out. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Was on my Instagram at DJ Ben I mean as well. Was on both of them joints. Had them both. Crackalackin, twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Make sure you're on there. I finally started playing Zelda, Breath of the Wild. It only took him 52 years. Look, look, Overwatch. You know, but no, I'm finally on that Zelda life. Um, I got my horse, you know. Are you the type that can only focus on one game at a time? No, it's just Overwatch is like so addicting that, you know, I just don't care about anything else. Like, But yeah, I am also kind of that type. La- last off-track comment. Did you watch... Uh, the what 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 was the tournament that was the on Overwatch ABC? Finals? Yeah, no, no, ABC I, I, didn't even, I didn't get a chance. Well, to see first it. the fact that it's on fucking ABC. ABC is so wild, right? Wild as shit, but yeah. it, it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's always good. Uh, I know the San Francisco Shock, I think, took the championship. I think so, right. Yeah, I know the San Francisco. Well, team. I know they were there. I don't know who won. Yeah, San Francisco uh, team won. I think it's the Shock. Right. Okay, I'm sorry. Back on track. Yeah. Um, no, but I am that type of dude because like I'll play Overwatch and then I'll get some like Spider Man. Or God of War. See, and these and are I'll ex- beat the life out of them. But they're expansive games. Yeah, and that's see, that's what I mean. And then I'll go back to Overwatch. So uh, that's me. I don't really and then I like I'll play Mario Kart or something, you know, here and there. Are you physically, mentally, and emotionally prepared to play Breath of the Wild? Because I don't know. It, it literally will if you want to be like hundred percent, it's gonna take you a year. No, I don't want to be hundred percent. Okay. I just want you just I want a good it? story and I want well the story because so far If you just wanna be it's gonna take you like a month. Like people tell least. me it's gonna be emotional and stuff, and so far it's so ridiculously goofy. When I say emotional, I don't mean like oh crying, oh my god. Because like Spider Man had me in yeah. tears. No, no, I, I never I did not find Breath of the Wild emotional in that way. Okay. I mean emotional in the fact that it's gonna be consuming you. Yeah. As you like you're playing and you're going to be really into the story. Like a lot of video games, well done video games, you feel like you are the protagonist. Yeah. You feel like you're Link. And generally most Link games you feel yeah, see, uh, I Zelda games you feel so, cuz so far it's like, like You haven't gotten that yet. Yeah, cuz so far people are talking to me and I'm like, yeah, shut up, you know. They're like, "Go kill Calamity again and then get on." Oh, why isn't why is people telling you what No, happening? I mean when I'm playing the game. Oh, like, okay. you know, everybody in the game is like, "Calamity again and this is bit." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. That's your problem." <laughs> I'm gonna go ride You're this not going to feel that way in a little bit. Okay. I, I did see your tweet that you were so proud of yourself that you caught a horse. I caught a horse. Did you name it Peanut Butter? No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I caught a horse, and then it took me mad long. Because yes, you probably have no guardian powers. You probably... What? Oh, wow, yeah. No, I have, like, the bomb and time. There's more than that. That's why I'm like, I, don't, I just don't think... I think it's because you're so early into the I'm game. I'm so early. Like, you're in... You're, as much as you feel like you've done and you've accomplished... No, I feel like I've done nothing. No, okay. I know you, that. Even if you feel like you've done nothing, you've done less than nothing. Yeah, I believe it. You're, if you think you're at negative two, you're really negative 100 right God now. damn. That's how deep this game is. When do I get the motorbike? Because I got to get to this. It's taking me forever to get anywhere. I'm struggling on this horse. I fall off all the time. Yo, it's so funny though. Know, when I started the game, I immediately ran said, off the first. Off. Yeah, like, yo, when I first started the game, within two seconds, I immediately ran off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> like you know that cliff when you come out. I made that hard left and fell off that. You died the minute you get. Wait, you spawned on the game world and immediately, immediately died. Took it out. I wish I'd been streaming because oh it was so gosh. funny. Oh my gosh! Do not have been. I mean. On your tournament team. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Overwatch, I'm good. You know, anything else, it takes me a minute. But I'm getting used to it. I'm murking fools. I'm rolling around. You know, all right. We're going you know, to work it out. Oh, my God. But once again, follow me. Follow us. Twitch.tv slash For All Nerds. We're doing a lot of things on there. Pretty soon, you'll be seeing videos like this on there as well. It's going to be lit for Comic-Con, of course. You know. Lituation. Yep. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more of the show. Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tips Podcast, and when we are doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to For All Nerds. 
Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, aka Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com, and when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip hop culture, I'm watching for all nerds. Hey, this is Logan Browning, and when I'm not trying to take over Netflix, I'm listening to For All of Us. Yo, what up? This is Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. I play Black Manta in the Aquaman movies. And when I'm not getting around the city, I'm chilling, listening to For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? This is Ann Steven Harris, fire artist, co-creator of Aztec, fire artist on Ajala, The Fringe, Michael Cray, Watson the Homes, don't forget Watson the Homes, award winner of Watson the Homes, Glyph Award, Eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School. And when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon. And when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to Four All Nerds. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to this episode of For All Nerds. Oh my god, oh my god, again, I just dropped some crazy news. NYCC is to be even litter, 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 littest, the littest, litterist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but also, this is a lesson in putting what you want out into the universe. Facts. Not taking no for an answer. Facts. Not taking the first answer for an answer. Word. And fighting for your fucking rights. Yes. And for your money. For the bag. Always. Always. Shout out to Tatiana King. Always securing the bag. Woo, it's popping. I mean, I am so excited now. I was already excited for New York Comic Con. Shout out to Kieran Gillen, uh, you know, friend of the show, fan of the show. Are we going to run into him? Are we going to run into him? Not only are we going to run into him. First of all, happy birthday to that man. His birthday was just this week. Yeah. There was a lot of birthdays. Friends of the show, shout out to Dallas Penn. Yeah. You know, a lot of people out there. Happy birthday to all y'all out there. But Kieran's in town. We are working things out right now, seeing if he can actually be on the spaceship next week. Oh, cool. he's going to be he's here longer. Monday, he's actually running What about a, Jamie? Jamie as well. I'm not sure if ja- Jamie's in town. Matt, uh, all three of them are in town, but I'm not sure if Jamie's staying longer. Okay. But we'll definitely see them all at Comic-Con this weekend. Kieran is running a game of Die on Monday afternoon that I will be t- participating in. You know what I want you to do? I yep. want you to watch, because I watched it the other night when I was... Um, cleaning through our YouTube page for All Nerds TV. I, I watched the ass. very first I, it was ass. interview. I watched it. And this is what, and ass. I'm looking at the camera. Ass. This is what I want you guys to do. Go watch this and see how terrible you know how I was. You, a lot of you, and we appreciate the praise. No one starts at perfect. Jesus. I wasn't. I was gonna call you ass. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say. say look ass. at the difference. I, it. I mean, yes, it helps that now you actually know these people. But yes. it, it, it's a wild difference between. I think that was 2017 too. The years when Ben I mean. Nah, even before that. 2016. This, this even maybe like just like our first Comic Con. Well, when Ben I mean first interviewed the 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 writer, colorist, and the the artist of Weekend and Divine till now. Yes. Completely different. Yeah, we actually have two different years on YouTube. The one where I'm wearing a denim jacket. And I say Kieran. It like my man's name is Kieran. It's not that hard. Well, you're American, so And I butchered the living life out of it. It was, I mean, I was so hyped and excited to talk to them. It was just like I was a goofball. I was pure nerding and geeking out, like, oh my god, I'm interviewing them. It was it was terrible. Yeah, we you learn how to I mean, any craft you learn by learning, you learn by doing, you learn by experience. You gotta keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And then as you see, if you go back and listen to the interview when we sat down with Karen, as he said, it was a hell of an interview. One of our best ever. Yeah. Fucking amazing. It was, it was very, very good. It was it was very like intense yes. in a great way. And I love it. And so also he is doing a wake for Wicked and Divine Saturday night. 
I know the trade coming out. out Is it this week or next week? The trade comes out uh, tomorrow. The last trade ever. The last trade ever. It hurts. So the wake is Saturday night. It's sold out and within the hour. But of course, we're on the list. So we'll be in there. (laughs) You know, just to, you know, don't act like I'll never love you. (laughs) Thank you, Ben Ivy. You know, for all nerds, we'll be there reporting live. I didn't even know it was fucking happening. I was trying to Thank actually you. get on the spin because this could be a whole DJ party. But Karen said it's already booked up. They got a bunch of DJs coming through. Do what you do on panels and jump in that bitch. You jump in the booth. You know, I know, I know, I know, you know a, I'm bringing my I know there's a DJ code, you but know I'm bringing... I feel like you would just jump in the booth anyway. Like, man, you ain't doing it right. I, I, that's what I like to do, but you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm be easy. Hopefully, they rock. Do they know you DJ the Geeks of Color? Uh, they don't know party? how. I, I mean, do they know they that you know a world renowned DJ? Oh, that they don't know. They I don't know. Hey, no, no. no, he ain't ready for all that. He ain't ready because you know I, I don't kind of play when it comes to DJing, y'all. If it okay. comes, you think this podcasting or something? Nah, I don't. I don't play on that one. Okay. Remember when I told y'all guys uh, maybe a few months back? I'm I'm done being super demure or super humble about the shit we've done because it's past time that we're loud about our accomplishment. It's past time that you are loud about your accomplishments. Fuck anyone else who doubts you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we got a lot going on. Uh, even after New York Comic Con, real quick, I just want to mention this. We will be having some live events to close out the year. Definitely something in New York. I was looking at our SoundCloud numbers. It looks like Atlanta is right behind New York in terms of listens. Ooh, we need to do a lot. Uh, yeah, so ATL, you know, we might be coming down there real soon. We got a lot in Chicago, I think it's our third, then mm-hmm. D.C., mm-hmm. then L.A. Mm-hmm. So we'll be working on that. You know, if you want to see us in your town, hit us up. Talk to us at For All Nerds. You know how to find us. But right now, it is time for one of my favorite segments of the show the Geekly Asked Questions. The Guac is extra. The Guac is extra, where we answer any and all questions from our listeners. And what do we have up first tonight? The first comes from Kirk Kitty. They write, with some much, which some much needed content. I guess the word needed was missing. But anyway, with content coming to Disney with Plus. With so much content. With so much content. Okay. Yep. Coming to Disney Plus. Do you think a deep cut character like Isaiah Bradley, the first 616 Captain America, could get some shine? Well, first, I don't know who that is. All right. Well, to explain, this was an ill story. I think it was called Captain America Red, White, and Black. I'm not 100% sure of the name of the graphic novel. But it was an ill story where it takes his character, Isaiah Bradley, and it basically mates the super soldier experiment into the Tuskegee experiment where they gave the super soldier serum when they were first developing it to black soldiers first. Of course they did. Of course, to make sure it worked. It was, it's one of Marvel's illest stories. The Marvel even published this joint. It's so wild. Is it an old, old story? No, this is like... new. Is it in the 2000s? 2000s, yeah. Early 2000s, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, maybe like 1999 at the Oh, earliest. Cash Money Times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Basically. You know, from the 99 to the 2000s. <laughs> the year 2000. Lord Cash Money. Yes. <laughs> and wait, is it like Anno Domini, like AD? Yeah. Yeah, like ADC. And instead, it will yeah. be, be MP, Master P. Yeah. After masterpiece, <laughs> all right. So Isaiah Bradley was the cap was the therefore Isaiah Bradley becomes the first Captain America in this story. Okay, and so he goes on. He doesn't live very long. Well, he he doesn't keep the power very long because obviously Steve Rogers gets it and becomes the Captain America. But Isaiah Bradley's grandson later on becomes this character called the Patriot who joins the Young Avengers. Oh, with damn, they they drew him big as hell. Why yeah. is he so like brawly? Remember, I mean, it's also the artist. I think that's Kyle Baker mm. who does really exaggerated stuff. He's one of our, I mean, Kyle's a living legend. I want to say that's Kyle Baker. Uh, don't quote me on that one. He looked like Isaiah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, his grandson goes on to join the Young Avengers, which is one of my favorite teams, as everyone knows. Yes. Miss America Chavez, Kate Bishop, who's coming up in the Hawkeye series. So, yes, to answer your question, I do believe the characters like Isaiah, but more importantly, I think his nephew and, I mean, his grandson and the Young Avengers are mm-hmm. all going to get a lot of shine. Yeah. And so they'll probably, you know, have a flashback or something to show mm-hmm. the history. I would think deep cut characters are going to get a shine because one major component that I learned this week was that 
the Disney Plus TV shows for Marvel are going to have MCU sized budgets. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I'm like, oh, they li- I mean, they were going to could do anything anyway, but they're literally going to be able to do anything. Yeah. So I'm here for it. And yes, I think the deep cuts are coming. I mean, we've seen, you know, the footage we've seen from The Mandalorian and that shit looks like money was spent. I mean, I, I also don't, you know, expect anything less. Yep. Because it's Star Wars related. So. And so, you know, the MCU is the same thing at this point. They're not going to cheap out on the budget. I mean, we're talking deep cut characters. They've announced a Moon Knight series. A whole ass series. A whole ass not series a on Moon Knight. Not Nights. a cameo. And a series. I, I heard they were looking for an Israeli, a Jewish Israeli uh, dude to play Mark Spector, the Moon Knight. I didn't oh. know he was Israeli in the book. Or Jewish, but... No idea. Because eventually Mark Spector, in some versions, Moon Knight worships Khonshu, the Egyptian god. Hey, close enough. (laughs) Regionally. (laughs) (laughs) Not close enough culturally. Yeah, not at all, folks. No, bit of a difference there. Geographically. Yeah, they're all around there. Um, But yeah. Geographically. Yeah, bit of a difference in them cultures, boy. But yeah, no, deep cut characters are coming to Marvel. Hmm. Yeah, that's okay. that that's that's no no doubt. Okay, okay, okay. The next question, I actually don't see who this is from. I'm just going to read it out. Okay. Hey y'all, a while back I sent in a guac question via Patreon asking about advice for my first big con aka New York Comic Con and I just want to say thank you so much for the advice. I took notes. Yay. You also said to send in an email so that you give me more advice. And or share things that you're privy to that you can't or didn't want to say on the air. So here I am 10 years later. If you have any more advice or anything extra you want to share, please share it with me. Appreciate it so much. If not, no worries. See you at NYCC. Oh, it is from Amberlynn. Yes. They wrote no AKAs for me this time. Work stole my creativity for the day. Um, uh, well, we can obviously, I read the question. We're going to give you some more stuff on air. Yep. Um, Shout out to you, and we'll see you though. Advice. First of all, yeah, well, we, we we will see you. Make sure, make sure that we will see you. <coughs> advice. I mean, we. I feel like we, we repeat a lot of the same advice because it's still applicable and it's still really good. Deodorant, <laughs> tons of it. Bring it along with you. A fresh pair of socks. No, I'm I'm being real. Like, let's keep it real, folks. Like, if you got room in your bag or your purse or your pocket. A fresh pair of socks. There are bathrooms that you can walk into and change them joints halfway through the day. Okay. It's a good look, baby. <laughs> I'm just letting that you know. like an uncle answer. Um, uh, These are practical <laughs> answers, folks. Okay, well, staying in the practical lane. Um, <laughs> make sure you bring... More than one, one, either one high capacity or several chargers, portable battery Word. chargers. Because you are going to, I mean, if you're already on your phone nonstop, it's going to be even more insane this time around. I would also say if you were looking for advice in the sense of, I guess, wanting to find your way in the industry, talk to <laughs> people. Yes. Talk to people. Yes. Um, I mean, in the sense of like, you know, yes, go talk to the creators, talk about how they got into the craft. And, you know, you you technically don't have to be pressed to have interviews with these people. Nope. Like when you go into Artist Alley, you could just say, hey, I, you know, it's for my personal thing. I'm, I'm interviewing people that I'm interested in in their craft. Can I talk to you for like five minutes? Most times they'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Or they'd be like, oh, well, can you come back at a certain time? Like you can do that. Yes, there's certain things that are restricted specifically for credential press, but just because you don't have that particular title on your badge doesn't mean you can't do the things. Like, to this day, we tell y'all, we do the things even when we're not supposed to be there, quote unquote, or <laughs> or when we are tasked to be one thing <laughs> and we do another, you know, I mean, because we have the skill. And my thing is, we also, because you believe in yourself. Yep. And at the end of the day, again, as I mentioned earlier, the only way you get better at what it is that you do is if you keep practicing. So, you you know, take do it slowly, do it in in, in in measured terms, and you'll you'll get there. Um, but yeah, everything that I mean said is valid. True, uh, and, and also I would comfortable um, shoes. Yes, comfortable shoes, and I also want to add on to that, like you were saying about Artist Alley. Artist Alley to me is like is my hidden treasure every year. I tell people this every year it because really is. there's like you get to see everyone. Like the people like the Tom Kings of the world, you know, Batman author, he's gonna have a long ass line. But everyone else damn near, other than um 
What's what's our girl? Uh, Jen. Um, Jen Bartel? Yes. <laughs> Who went from being unknown to having like a motherfucking 50 mob line of women <laughs> at her desk. I love Jen Bartel. I love it because it's, it's like Jen Bartel has this like mob of women who just stand in front of her booth and artist alley. Mm-hmm. It's it's so amazing. But yeah, that's where you can meet everyone. You'll be able to walk right up on them, talk to them. I'm like you said, I'm gonna give y'all a little game. A few years ago when we had Atso Alonzo on the show, I actually stood outside. I was in a restricted area that I wasn't supposed <laughs> to be in. I stood outside of that restricted area and waited until this motherfucker came over just so we could be like, yo, can we have you on the show? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Now and again, there's a fine line. You have to be you do have to be smooth with it and slick. Don't just really don't just run up on somebody and demand anything. Because first of all, no one owes you a damn thing. You ask and you're respectful and you give people their time. And if they say no, get your ego out of it. Yep. It's a no. Yeah. Oh, well, keep it moving. Um, one of the very first Comic-Cons I did with Ben, I mean, I was shocked because, and this is goes great for people who really know these creators, whether they're inkers or pencilists or whatever. Ben, I mean, peeped Larry Hama, which oh. is an incredible legend, legend. of the medium. Me and everyone else had no idea who this guy was. Yep. And he was sitting at a table by himself, literally by himself, while all the other tables were, were milling about with, with hundreds of people. And he was just, you know, he was just drawing, doing his thing. He wasn't, he wasn't paying, you know, no he mind. wasn't paying nobody no mind, but nobody was paying him no mind. But when Ben, I mean, saw the name and it clicked in his head, like, holy crap, this is this guy. And he got like a full-blown interview out yep. of him. Whereas that may not happen with, you know, maybe a stab- more a more bigger outlet or whatever. Or, or a bigger outlet may even ignore them. And that's another thing. Creators, especially that are not like these marquee names, are often ignored. Yes. And that's one, not fair. And two, it also gives you a window to be able to learn more about them mm-hmm. and no. give them a platform, too. Like Larry Hammer, for those who don't know, is an Asian-American creator. The man served in Vietnam, for one came home and started writing and wrote G.I. Joe, the comic book, and pretty much defined everything that everyone knows about G.I. Joe. Like Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, all that ill shit is him. And so when I got to meet this man, he answered questions for me that I'd had since I was a kid. Right. Because I was reading this shit as a kid, and there was stuff I wanted to ask him then, and I finally got to, and it was just amazing, because he's like, yo, you know, who are you who's read all my stuff? And I'm just like, yo, you're fucking Larry Hammer, dog. You are the man. So, yeah, just draw up to people. Like we say, you know, introduce yourself. Be cool. Be calm. Say what up. Smile all the time. Remember and, you, you ran into Rob Liefeld? Or, is it Liefeld or Liefeld? Yeah, I'm well, not sure. He was sitting on the curb sitting drawing. Sitting on the curb. No, and at the, this is well, well before the Deadpool movie, so no one, I guess, his his face wasn't really out there like yep. that. He was sitting on the curb outside in front of a whole bunch of people like where the cosplayers are. Again, a situation where people just walking, walking right past Walking right him. by him. No, but what was crazy was people walked right past him. I went up and talked to him. We got a picture of everything. And then later on when he was sitting in his booth, with his name above it, <laughs> lying down the block. That's why it pays, and the, this is your last. This is your last tip, but that's why it pays to do your research. Yes, do your research into the people that you know. Do the research into people that you don't know and want to learn more about, because they could be literally standing right next to you at the con, and that could be your opportunity. The first time we got back to one last one, first time we got Karen Gillan and Jamie McKelvey. They were standing there. I knew what they looked like. See? Their publicist was trying to drag them away, and I ran up on them. I was like, yo, I've talked to you on Twitter before. <laughs> I just told him not to run up on him, but I mean, ran up on him. But when he says ran up on him, he still means respectfully. Yes, respectfully, I ran up on him, and I was like, yo, you know, we've talked on Twitter before. And he was like, all right, cool, I'll give you 10 minutes, because he had to go with his publicist. And so we got that 10 minutes real quick and did the interview. And look at it now. They're brothers. You know, we're good friends. I would say. <laughs> hopefully, I, 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 you know, that that'd be an honor. You know, I just, I, yeah. you know, that's my dude. I, I'm the fact that he follows me now is like, wow. You know, like, I really got to write. Y'all better bros. Tweets. I got to write better tweets. Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Step it up. That's so, gotta so, start paying me for this. Those are those are your your inside tips. Can't get no more for, free rent for the year. The rest will be nine ninety nine ninety nine. Um. The next question comes from The Rare Elements. They write, y'all were talking anime a few weeks ago. Have you two been watching Demon Slayer? If so, what do you think? No. No Rare Element. I have not been watching Demon Slayer. (laughs) Not at all. However. I don't know what that is. However, what I have been watching is I actually went back and rewatched the season, uh, all the 
seasons on Hulu of My Hero Academia because nice. that, that shit is so fire and I it's still fire no matter how many times you watch it. Yep. Um, I actually also started a new anime, well, new old anime called Assassination Classroom. And it's wild as hell. And as much as they try to make you like the antagonist slash protagonist, I still want them to kill this motherfucker. Okay. Um, basically, it's about this super duper powered alien being that destroys the moon on its way to Earth. Then it basically tells the inhabitants of Earth, look, y'all got a year or maybe less, but y'all got a year to figure out how to kill me. And if you do, obviously I'll be dead and I'll be into that. If you don't figure it out, I'm going to destroy the planet. And in doing that, they make him head of a classroom of children. So like these are like preteens, maybe early teens. And he's teaching them how to be him and other teachers are teaching them how to be assassins. So it's a lot of this weird dynamic with kids that are literally every other minute trying to kill the professor. Like they'll have a, they'll be having a conversation with the professor and then behind their back will be a knife or they'll come out with a gun that, that and all these weapons that are specially formulated to kill this teacher. So definitely check it out. If you're interested in learning more again, I saw it on Hulu. I'm sure you can get it anywhere else. I'm like you roll in places like that those are the animes i've been watching there's actually this new joint i saw the name of it i was reading an article but i don't know the, I, it's on netflix it's supposed to be like uh like exploitation where it's like i think it takes place in mexico but it's like got karate in it and yeah it's some weird like 70s mashup of like kung flu but like I don't, I guess, Mexican exploitation, like a uh, machete type flicks. Oh. But it's animated. And it's on Netflix. You're not and talking I, about Michiko and Hodgkin, are you? No, no, no that's, that's not South, the name. That's, that's, that's South America. The name is in Spanish. I know that much. But beyond that, I cannot tell you. I was actually looking for it the other day because I read the article and then I didn't, you know, save it. So now I can't find it again. But is, once, it, is it based around, when well, you said kung fu, but is it based around guns or anything Yeah, else? I think there's guns and all. It's like all exploitation, like 70s exploitation. I'm going to look it up real quick. I feel like I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and Maybe I... roughly know what you're talking about. We'll get back to that. But no, I've not watched Demon Explorer or anything else, so... Demon uh, Slayer. Yeah, no. Next question. Next question, and looks like the last question comes from Philip Winslow. They write... Oh, well, first of all, their AKA is, AKA is America's Gluteus Mackey. Okay. All right. Wow. <laughs> they write which two black women would you like to see portray Selena Kyle slash Catwoman and Barbara Gordon in the new Batman film I want Asia Naomi King and possibly Lovey Simone respectively now you know who well Asia, Asia Naomi King she yep. is um, well she was well, I guess it's about to be over now she was in How to Get Away with Murder mm-hmm. um, and Lovey Simone I don't think I know who Lovey Simone is not off the top of my head. Let me look at the picture. Oh, I don't know who she is. Let me see. This is a very young actress. She's 20. She is either from or lives in New York. Okay. I feel like I've seen her in something, but She's I don't know. She's been in, on Greenleaf. Oh, see, I don't watch own. Greenleaf, Sailor uh, on the Spades. She, hmm. She's a, she's a young one. But, so Ben, two black actresses. One for Catwoman, one for Barbara Gordon. You got me, B. I, I, I'm, I'm like the worst at this, at like naming people or like, you know, casting. Uh, I love Shorty from, um, I fought the polar bear. Uh, oh, 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 you, oh, oh. And I want to see her in everything. You know, that that's who right now, like if you ask me to cast a, a young African-American woman. She's a Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, she's a Sleepy Hollow. I just want to, I want to see that woman in everything. So, until she gets a major superhero role, that's who I'm always going to be recommending. And I could see her as Barbara Gordon. Ooh, that's actually Yeah, a good I, I could idea. definitely see her as now Barbara that you Gordon. Say it. But I don't want to see her crippled. Nicole Beharry. Nicole Beharry. Oof. Yes, I want to I want to see that woman she in everything. She would be a great uh, a great Catwoman too. I could see Catwoman. I, I could see both. You're right. Yeah, Cuz she has the chops. Yes. She could act. That's what I'm saying. I want to see her I want to see her really get one of like if she gets a superhero role, I want to see her do it on a series where she can really act, you know, not just like, I don't want to see her in the MCU in a film because then, you know, it's more just like, whatever, you there for a second, mm-hmm. you know. I want to see her really, because that woman, I, I didn't watch Sleepy Hollow, but I was effing blown away by her on uh, Fought the Polar Bear. Oh, yeah, she's an amazing actor. God fucking like, damn. Really? That woman can act. Could you see, or or do you want to have someone that's that's less known, could you see like a Lupita being Catwoman? 
Yeah. <laughs> you got so quiet. You, would you rather it be someone else? I'd rather coming? be someone else, yeah. I feel like Lupita's already, you know, got everything. But mm. that would, I mean, she'd be a fire-ass cat woman. You know, that's the thing, yeah. She would be a fire cat woman. You know, so, yeah. But, no, I'd rather see, you know, somebody up and coming. Okay. Yep. All right. So that is the end of Guac. But if you have a question, be it about geek and pop culture, be it about your own personal life, be it about you want 5011 tips to NYCC, don't matter. We got you. Hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com. You can also hit us up on the socials at For All Nerds. And if you are on our Patreon and on a certain tier, you are guaranteed a Guac question. Go to patreon.com slash forallnerds. Thank you to the new people who have joined the Patreon. I saw yep. those notifications come in. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, for all those who want to know what we do with the money, you're looking at it. Right now. Right now. We have the cameras. We have the equipment. You're also going to see it at New York Comic Con. The fact that we can be at Comic Con and have a crew and actually pay the money is because of you guys. So the more that we can, and everyone also are people of color. So the more that we can employ people of color within this industry and also help give them their platforms, the better we will be, the bigger we can get, and the more opportunities we will all have to shine. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. So thank you very much for everyone out there who's supporting, who's sending in these questions. Uh, the name of that show that I was talking about on Netflix is called Seis Manos. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Mm, S-E-I-S. I okay. I don't. I feel I don't like I've to, seen it, but I don't know. Yeah. It, they say it's a blend of um, mm. Chinese martial arts and Mexican culture. If you're a fan of 1970s exploitation cinema, like... Shaft and the Mac and all those type oh, it's of all mixed in. Yeah, it's all that is mixed in. So I'm gonna check it out and I'll report back to y'all next week. Okay. Seis Manos, I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's supposed to be pretty dope. I like the art style. It looks dope. It looks like some Young Justice type animation. So we'll see what that's about. Okay, okay. Uh, also, shout outs to Doctor Law's Photo Lab. Um, they passed over. A fact that there's going to be a big cosplayer of colors panel. Mm -hmm. It's called So You Say You Want to Cosplay, a conversation panel. And it's going to feature Chris Carthen, Latoya Simmons, Jabbar Lasley King, Jeffrey Hall, Lee Willis, and Mo Vermenton. Um, all cosplayers or people within the cosplay industry or even photographers who are going to be speaking on this panel. It's uh, Friday, October 4th at 1.30 p.m. So if you are going to be at New York Comic Con, please come through. Mm -hmm. Word up, come through. And can we announce this panel now? Can, can we say it yet? I guess you're going to have to. I, I guess we can. <laughs> Frank, say by it. that time, the, the ink will be dry. Yeah, by then the ink will be dry. So let's see, when is it? I'm looking at this uh, email. If it doesn't have when is it, then don't bother. <laughs> That's the only thing. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> like, I'm not playing with you guys when I say this stuff is literally coming <laughs> so late and as we speak. Oh, shit. There's an after party? I didn't even know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why, <are> you, <laughs> like, you see, Why are you sharing if you're not going to invite everybody? I mean, you know. Well, hey. Now it's I mean, you know. Hey, I mean, I already shared that there's the Wicked and the Divine Wake, and that ain't going to be everybody. Well, I'll just say, I'll say generally. At some point on Friday afternoon, if you are at New York Comic Con, I will be hosting, moderating, moderating all that good stuff. Like Shout for sure, for sure, for <laughs> sure, for sure, officially, official. The HBO Watchmen panel. Hey! Shout out to my sister Tatiana King for lacing that up. Securing the badge. Shout out to HBO, everybody over at Cashmere, everybody who helped put this together. That's right. All my right. life I had to fight. Yes. All my life I had to fight. This is unbelievable for real because I'm a huge fan of Watchmen. I'm pretty excited about the show. Regina King, all that good stuff. I don't even know who's going to be on the panel with me yet. It's going to be lit, though. Yeah. We're going to be watching the first episode and then discussing the themes of the show. Um, Damon Lindelof's the creator. They've said that they're very much leaning into race, social justice, all these other themes that we're talking about. So I'm hyped. I'm really hyped for this. Watchmen comes on HBO in a few weeks after New York Comic Con. Mm -hmm. And we will be doing a panel moderating it Friday afternoon at New York Comic Con. 
It's it's crazy. Congratulations, Ben. I mean, I will Thank be you. there watching. Yep. Um, and we're going to still, there's still more, guys. The, yes. the ink has not dried. But there will still be more to come in other cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Particularly one of those cities we mentioned before. Yep. But moving on from that, it is now time for my favorite segment of the show, Comic Psychopt! Comic Psychopt, where we distrust all the different comics that we've been copying week after week, buying, reading, doesn't matter, new, old. And like I said, it's New York Comic Con this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm going to get so much shit, I can't wait. You know, I'm just going to be buying up all kind of old stuff. I'm going to be hitting up all my artist friends for free shit. But I mean, I would like some uh, a tip from you. Yes. For, for starving artists such as myself. Mm-hmm. I'm really into comics, but I don't really have that much money. Yep. What can I do to be able to get these to these comics? Like, how can I ma- either make some money, get some money? It's just something I could sell. Like, how do I get to these comics? I mean, legally. Legally. <laughs> well, you know, we've been we've been distressed. We you know had this thing with a certain company, a digital company. I don't even want to mention them by name yet because we haven't. <laughs> we once again the ink ain't dry on that deal. We 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 weren't really sure if we were gonna take it. But there are things like, you know, places like that, probably like Comixology, mm. where you can get digital copies for much cheaper. Okay. I'm also a big fan of trades. Like, that's mm. it. I'm a trade so buyer. So, like, save up and just wait. Yeah, just wait. Like, you know, there's certain books like, okay, House of Vets, Powers of Vets, I've bought every issue. Yeah. I'll probably buy the trades, too, because I'm a fiend. You know, but, and I don't want to mess up my single issue, so I put them joints in bags right away, and I read them online. After rich, I buy it, rich podcast life. Yeah, not not really. <laughs> not really. Not really. That's the only book that I buy. You know, like uh-huh. I don't buy many books. Like I buy most everything I buy on trade. I'm blessed through the show to get a lot of advanced review copies digitally. So I read digitals and then like I'll buy the trade. But I really only buy certain books. Like I was buying. I have every issue of Wicked and Divine mm. because I love that book so much. I have every issue of Die so far mm. because, once again, I love that book. But most books, like Immortal Hulk, as much as I love it, I've been buying trades. I'm mad because them fucking first issues are worth big dough, and I wish I'd bought them joints. But I didn't, like an idiot. Right. I bought the trade, and yeah. So I basically saved my lunch money. And depending on my level of love for the title, yeah, I would get say the tra- wait for trades, trades yeah. or get the single issues. Yeah, and I always like to buy like the first few single issues, especially. Um, that's another one. I've got every issue of Ironheart so far because I wanted to see that. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. to support that, and I want people to see me buying it because mm-hmm. I know that encourages other people Put to your buy money it. Money where your mouth is, basically. So I've got every issue of Ironheart so far. Shout outs to a shop called Quest out in LA, LA because they have been holding me down because I went in there a few weeks ago and they had every issue of Ironheart for you me. Had your box. Had my box. Had my Wicked and Divines up to the end. So shout outs to them. So when they do that, are you obligated to buy everything? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these motherfuckers been holding my shit for like four, five months. Oh, yeah. You, you got to Yeah, get so I go. bought everything and then I bought like some trades. I was like, let me just, you know, some other stuff. Let me just help y'all. Man. Shout out to anyone comments in Brooklyn. I also have a box over there where they are keeping my House of X and my Powers of X. Right. Well, that's good. That You know, a lot of people don't know that, that you can go into the, first try the independent comic shops first and yep. then you can go to the big ones like Midtown or Forbidden mm-hmm. Planet stuff. But yeah. that you can actually, as you mentioned, set up a box for yourself where every what every month or whatever every week when a mm-hmm. new issue of whatever your title comes in they will put it to the side for you and the only thing is that you have to pay for it right like, but then they'll also give you a discount most good shops oh. will give you a discount depending on how much you buy i know anyone i think is 10 percent. i think uh shop called quest is probably about the same yeah so everything you put into your box you get a discount on oh and i should know the percentage and i don't for some reason but i know at midtown like after you buy a certain amount of I things a hundred bucks worth of was things it maybe after yeah. you, start, you start getting money like you yeah. Like 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 free money almost. Yeah. Um. I know nothing in this life is free, but you basically get money into your account so that like there's been several occasions where I've gone into Midtown, grabbed some stuff, whipped out my card, waiting to pay for, it, and they're like, "Oh, you're good," because I had credit on my account. So I, you know, definitely be on the lookout for for programs like that, whether it's independent or whether it's a the big shop, because all of them have some sort of program. Word up. And so, yeah, I mean, really this week is we really don't have much in terms of new comics because it is uh, New York Comic Con. We talked about it before. The last trade of Wicked and Divine drops tomorrow. So if you haven't started one of my favorite series of all time, now it's the perfect time because every trade will be out and you can buy the trades. 
the trades are really ill too when you look at them they go from white to dark like the first trade oh, when you put it together yeah the first trade is white because i have d- damn near all of the trades well they go from white to gray 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 uh-huh. until the last trade is black so if you have them on your like bookshelf yeah it'll be a gradient on your Ooh, bookshelf i need to look at this again okay yeah it's really dope also, the latest issue of Die, issue number eight, which Kieran actually talked about on the interview because he said that it's going to really get to me because issue eight features Matt, the black character from Die, and one of my favorite characters, and also someone I relate to, uh, the character I relate to the most just on a very personal level for a lot of reasons, and so that's to be an emotional issue, so I haven't even read it yet. I've had the preview issue in my inbox since Friday, and I just <laughs> haven't been able to get to it. So, uh, yeah, that's about it for Commentary Cop this week. We're going to have a whole hell of a lot next week because it will be too after much. New York Comic Con, and I'll just have too much to talk about. T-E-W. Yeah, much. but for now, that's about it. So let me know what you're reading, what you're copping out there. Commentary Cop is the hashtag. Use it on Instagram, Twitter, social media, everywhere. Facebook, if you're still on there. MySpace, Black Planet. Oh, my God. El Mejente. Well, uh, I can, uh, El Mejente. He said El Mejente. All I got to say is candy corn is trash. Trash, trash, trash. I never understood how this was like even an argument. A, it's an argument. I argued with Eric Haywood, writer extraordinaire in Hollywood today. We literally had a gift fight. Word. And I will continue this gift fight because he distracted me with candy corn. And I hate candy corn. I, I love it. Eric Haywood, but Eric, you, man. I hate it. It's... I think people who like Cannon Corn were not loved properly. Eric Haywood is, a, I think, a producer. He's definitely a writer on Power. And I'm about to check right now to see what the hell he. Oh, said. no, he writes on Power in that show, no, man. No, see how he responded to me because we still fighting. <laughs> <laughs>